What is up, guys? I'm Amanda Morrissey, and welcome back to another episode of Too Pretty to Be Unhappy. I am so happy that you are here with us for, gosh, I think that this is the eighth episode of Too Pretty to Be Unhappy. Um, For those of you who have been with me since the beginning, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And for those of you that might be joining us for the first time, a little bit about the podcast. This podcast is all about healing and finding your happiness. I am a 32-year-old woman living in upstate New York. I am single, no kids. Recently just left my uh, corporate job of 10 years with no true plan except to try to figure out what makes me happy. We have discussed topics so far like, you know, anxiety and depression. We have also talked about what it's like to date a narcissist. We have talked about the uh, some war stories of dating apps. Um, we have had some really, truly amazing guests on too. So thank you so much. I'm so happy that you guys are all here. This episode... It's going to be a little bit of a story time, story time with Amanda, because, and I'm going to do these every now and then, because I feel like sometimes, have you ever felt like, oh, this would only happen to me? Or, of course, this is happening to me. And a good friend of mine, Zach, when something like this does occur, he just laughs and he's like, of course, like, of course, this would happen to you, Amanda. This one is almost a part two to my airplane etiquette episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, that one I had one of my good friends, Sarah, on. We recorded it in Mexico. We went to Mexico right after Christmas for a quick little jaunt, a quick little, you know, bit of time in the sun. It was such a great trip. And we both have the same pet peeve, which is airplane etiquette. We feel like people just forget how to be humans and and human decency and uh manners once they enter an airport and i'm i i'm so confused why but it's just it's something that i don't think should be so hard and it is hard for certain people and like there really are some things that people do at airports that really grind my gears and as an avid traveler It's just, it's things that I pick up on. So definitely a pet peeve. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend you listen to that. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, the link is in the bio of our Instagram. We were taking note on the flight there of just some of these heinous actions of people. And I'm not kidding, on our way home, on our flight home, after we recorded that episode, every single thing that we talked about happened to the point where I said, where's, where's the camera crew? Is this a prank? Is this, is somebody pranking us? We got through security fine. Everything's great. There was, there were no issues there, but of course it starts as soon as that sweet little man got to the podium and started calling people to board now. If you listen to the last episode, this is where it really begins. He starts to to call, can I please have families with children? Can I please have 
disabled. Can I please have military? Yes, sir. Yes, you can. And if you're not one of those people, sit down. Sit in your seat. Sit. Sit in the waiting area because you're not, you're not getting up because you know what you're doing? You're crowding the gate. Crowding the gate. And nobody likes that. So luckily, somehow, Sarah and I were group B, which was honestly a very, I think, that's a, pre- that's a pretty high group. We're usually, if you listen to the last episode, D-E-F, like, storage luggage area. So, like, for us to be group B, we were like, oh, yes, hell yes, we're group B. Like, we're going to get on that plane first. So, all of a sudden, you know, group A, great. We sit back. We wait our turn because it's not our turn to board, right? Everyone else crowd the gate. They call group B. Group B, please, you are now welcome to board the plane. Me and Sarah stand up. We get into line. We are probably four people back from the first group beer. All of a sudden, this woman comes up and she starts yelling to the people on the line. I'm group B. I'm group B. I'm and like pushing, pushing people that are currently group B on the line to the front. I'm group B. I'm group B. And literally, I look at her and I'm like, yeah, so are we. And she was like, Oh, and so then the man at the podium was like, yes, ma'am, there is a line here. You need to get to the end of it of everyone on group B. She looks at me. She goes, oh, well, I don't want to cut you. So I'll just go behind you. Cutting the person behind me. And I'm like, what? What? And I'm like, no. I go, you know what? You go in front of me because it seems like you're in a rush to get on this plane. And literally everybody around me was like, what is going on? And I'm like, no, 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 girl, you, and she was like an older woman. I go, girl, you, you go in front of me. Cause it seems like you're in a big rush. Like it's more important for you to get on this plane than anybody else. And now of course, everyone around starts looking at each other and giving each other looks like, is she serious? Like what is going on? And I was not going to allow this woman to cut in front of the person behind me. She goes, Ooh, I'll just go behind you. Then I'm not going to cut you. Girl, you're still cutting the rest of the line behind me. So that was the start of it. And I'm like, okay, you know what, Sarah? Like, it's it's okay. It's okay. This is going to be fine. So Sarah and I were in emergency exit row. Thank God nothing happened with that plane. Because, like, although I say yes, I, I could save everyone on this plane. D- can anybody really? And I think that that's a really big ask to have on people, on, like, regular civilians not trained, that, like, if this plane goes down – you people are in charge of, like, making sure these doors get off and everyone gets to safety. I think that's a big ask. We get on the plane. We get in our seats. Everything's great, right? So excited. Get in the seats. And now the plane is held not long, maybe, like, 20, 25 minutes. There was an issue. They couldn't get in touch with dispatcher in New York, and so they had to wait. And so everyone's a little, little bit antsy, right? Everyone's like, all right, let's let's get this plane in the air. Let's go. You know that when that plane's going off, your bag has to be, your carry-on has to be in the area, like the, the little cubby above, or it needs to fit underneath your seat. That is always the rule. 
different woman. She was the main character for the rest of this this episode. So we're going to call her Alana. Okay. Now, Alana, just for the purposes of describing so you can paint a picture in your head. Alana was probably, I would say, mid-50s, platinum blonde hair, and from her accent, which was very heavy, Sarah and I said it was most she most likely was probably Russian or something. She had a very heavy accent. Alana was also decked out. Chanel um, winter coat. I think like Balenciaga like sneakers or something like she was like decked out to the nines in like high end shit. So I'm like, good for you, girl, if you can you can afford it. But then also in my mind, I'm like, why are you in the back with the why 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 are you in the back with me? She was sitting directly behind Sarah and I. So she's sitting in the back with what I think is her grandson, who looks to be about 12. Now everyone's antsy because the flight was supposed to take off 25 minutes ago and we're just sitting there. And now finally they're like, guys, this is it. We're going. So this, the, the crew goes and does its final check. Well, Alana's bag is right there at her grandson's feet and it doesn't fit underneath the seat. So wonderful crew member comes over this woman. She says, ma'am, she goes, I'm so sorry. She goes, does that, if that's not going to fit under the seat, we're going to need you to put it above. And Alana almost ignored her, like as if she didn't hear her. Like if she like didn't respond, she would walk away and and it, and it would be fine. And she's like, the steward is like, the cruise member's like, ma'am, ma'am, you, you, you need to move your bag. Like if it doesn't fit, I need to take it. So now she looks at her. Alana looks at her, gives her a nasty look. And I'm like, girl, she's just doing her job. So now she's like, she goes, okay, hold on one minute. I'll just do it in a minute. And the stewardess is like, no, ma'am, I need you to do it right now. Like, I, I can't leave here until we move that bag because now we're waiting to take off. And so now everyone around is starting to listen to this. And now people are getting mad because they're like, ma'am, we've been sitting here for 30 minutes and now you're just, just put your bag up. And so the, the nice crew member was like, ma'am, I will give you your bag back as soon as we are at cruising altitude. Like as soon as we can take that bag down, you can have it at your feet the rest of the flight and then I'll just put it back up for landing. Like it will be 15 minutes. So she goes and she tries to grab something else from the floor, like another bag. And the woman's like, ma'am, no. Like it was like her purse. And she's like, ma'am, ma'am. Now another crew member comes over and people are pissed, right? People around her are like, ma'am, put the bag up there. Like, cause now it's been about seven minutes they're going back and forth, and that's a long time. Now I'm like, oh my God, this is one of those situations like that you see on TikTok where people like film these crazy like people on flights. And I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I'm living it. And I'm right here. Should I pull my phone out? I'm like, I can't pull my phone out. Like, I don't want to be that guy either. So I'm just listening to it and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. So finally, finally, another guy crew member comes over. He goes, ma'am, this entire flight is now waiting for you. You need to, we need to take that bag right now and put it up there. And so she was like, uh, fine. All of a sudden the bag comes up. Guys, it was a backpack, but it was like filled to the, it was like, it was like this big. It was huge, right? It absolutely was not going to fit underneath the seat. And like, she refused to put it up there. Finally, the guy was like, ma'am, like, we need to take this bag or like, we need to figure something else out. Like you might have to leave the flight. So she gives them the bag. 
And we're all like, oh, thank God. Because people were starting to say stuff. They're like, guys, like, just take her back or like kick her off the plane. I don't know. So we were up in the air. We get up in the air. We're at cruising altitude. And it comes time for the snack carts, right? You know how annoying it is? Like, not annoying because, like, it's a flight and, like, this is literally as big as they can be. But it's, like, the snack cart is coming and you're run- you're coming in the opposite direction. You guys meet in the middle and then you have to go to the bathroom and then they have to pull all the way back out. And, like, it's, like, one of those situations. So we, our seats, my, my row and Alana's row, form the center of the plane, right? So... There are usually two crew members who will come to the center of the plane and then work outwards in like opposite directions. So of course it was our, our rows that split this plane for the snack, snack time. Right. So the original crew member that asked her to put her bag up and she wouldn't for comes up and stops at my row. So we, my row is the first one that she's going to take care of and then move forward towards the plane away from Alana's row. The other crew member just wasn't there yet. So as this woman, this crew member, begins to ask the fir- our first row what we would like as a snack, Alana reaches up to the cart and starts pulling snacks off for herself. Pulling, pulling, pulling snacks from the crew member's cart. I see this. My jaw drops. And the, the crew member is in such shock. Her jaw drops. And then we look at each other and I'm like, I, I can't believe she like was ballsy enough just to start picking chips off of this crew cart. It was, it's just, it's rude. Wait your turn. Like, wait your turn. You do not just start pulling things off of their carts because you want to. The crew member looks at her and goes, ma'am, ma'am. My colleague will be right over to take care of your row. Please do not grab off of our carts. And she looked at her like like the crew member was crazy. How dare you? She goes, oh, she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. What? 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 And I'm like, oh, my God, the balls on this woman. Like, the balls. I'm like, just wait. Like, wait your turn. And it's like, now I've really started to, like – feel the entitlement I feel like is the vibe that I got because everyone around us were like what what like we couldn't believe what we were seeing that an adult woman was acting this way now we're like the pilot says you know oh we're about to start to descend okay so Alana finds this uses this time now to start this really loud conversation with the woman in her row. It was Alana on the aisle, her grandson in the middle, and then some other like random woman at the window. And now you know that if you're talking on a plane, which you shouldn't be, first and foremost, don't talk on a plane. You shouldn't be speaking. Like, if you are going to talk, you need to talk loudly because of the hum of the plane of it's loud, right? So now all of us are at the end of our flight trying to find some peace. And Alana is just chatting away, chatting away. And you can tell that the woman that she's talking to 
does not want to be in conversation with her and is answering very short and abruptly. But I think I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say she didn't want to be rude and like also didn't want she knew that she shouldn't be talking and you could tell from her answers and there's Lana just like shit chatting away and it's so she's talking so loud and everyone around her it's like loud to the point where sometimes you know you do the look back where it's like and then hoping they get the the hint and it's and it's just back and forth and it's like no she didn't get the hint so thank god this time when we were uh landing she put her bag up back up at you know in the little bins no issue the flight lands and I knew I was like I know she's a runner she is a runner and I'm like Alana's gonna Alana's gonna run she's gonna make her way towards the front of the plane as soon as this plane touches down plane touches down the seatbelt sign goes off she is up and she has her grandson by the hand or her grandson's right in front of her. And all of a sudden she says, word for word, come on, you just have to push through all of these people. Come on, let's go. Just push through them. Just, we're at like row 17. Just push through them. This is what you're teaching your 12 year old. Liter every again jaw drops everyone's like I can't believe she just said that so now a guy two rows in front of us who has been annoyed with Alana from the beginning of the flight he turns around and he goes no everybody's waiting to get off this plane you will wait your turn and like inside I'm like golf clap yes sir yes you're saying everything that everybody else wants to is she so oblivious like, is she so oblivious to, like, any type of manners or etiquette? I'm confused. It's like, I'm confused why you're confused. She just starts conversation with these other two young girls, telling them how beautiful they are. And, like, I don't know. It was, like, so weird. The whole thing was weird. And it finally comes time to get off the plane. And, like, everyone's just like, Alana, go. Like, she was, like, she was seated behind me, but I was like, Go get just oh, please just get off the plane so like I let her go in front of me because I was like I just we can't be doing this anymore I can't be doing this dance with you Alana anymore because also like at this point I'm like where are the cameras is this a prank someone like reveal yourselves we're getting off the plane Alana's off and the crew member this the, the steward this woman who had had the issues with her the whole time. You could tell she's just like, she looks so drained and I feel so bad. And I look at her as I'm getting off the plane. I go, hey, I go, do you have any like chips that I could just like pull off your cart? And she's like, what? I go, I'm totally kidding. Everyone starts crying. I was like, I was like, no, I'm totally kidding. I was like, what the hell was that? And she was like, oh my God. She was like, I, she's like, I can't. She goes, I, I, I couldn't even believe it was happening. I was like, me either. I think this is it for us and Alana. I'm like, girl, I think, you know, this was so fun. This is a fun, funny flight. Whatever. I think that that was the end. It wasn't. It wasn't the end of Alana. We are, me and Sarah are getting off the flight, just like in shock of her and this, this entitlement and like just her behavior and the things that she was teaching her grand, her grandson, like, no, you don't act like this <laughs> on a plane. And all of a sudden we're getting off 
And you know how, like, when you get off the plane, there are, like, rows of wheelchairs there for disabled people who need them? All of a sudden, we see Alana piling her bags on top of the wheel, on the wheelchair. Instead of carrying them, she was going to wheel them in a wheelchair that was there for a disabled person. And I look at Sarah and I say, is she piling stuff on that wheelchair? She goes, yup. I said, I gotta go. I said, I can't. Alana, that is for a disabled person. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, Sarah, I didn't think that it could get worse. Like, I didn't think that this behavior and this entitlement could get worse, but it did. I'm like, all right, now that's really it. That's real. That's got to be it for Alana, right? Like, like that's that's got to be it. Wasn't because we're getting back on a from a flight in Mexico. Where do you got to go, guys? You got to go through customs, right? Got to go through customs. We just got off a flight from Mexico, so I'm like, okay. So, of course. The customs lines are outrageous. They always are. They bring in all of the flights at the same time. So everyone's waiting there. There's like different lines too. There is the foreign passports line. There is the domestic passports lines. And then there's a global entry. If you are the best of the best and have global entry, right? Pristine. Kings and queens have global entry. We're trying to, like, figure it out. There's, you know, customs agents there. And now I view customs like the IRS. Like, I'm terrified. And if you're not afraid of customs agents, like, how, why? I, I couldn't live my life risking that. You know, like, I am so scared. That's living life on the edge. If you're not afraid of customs agents or the IRS, like, nah, man. Like, those are two officials I do, I do not mess with. I'm very by the book on a customs line. It's also one of those things where it's like you get up there and they're like, did you bring any like seeds back or like fruit? And I'm like, did I? I didn't even eat a piece of fruit when I was there. Like, I, I don't need. Why would I have seeds? And like in my mind, I'm like, do I? Like, no, you don't have fucking seeds or fruit. Amanda, you didn't bring it back. But it's like you always get nervous. You know what I mean? It's like it's like when you're going through security and it's like, is there a machete in my bag? There could be a machete in my bag. And I, what would I do? And it's like, no, there's no machete. You don't even own one. Like, what? But, you know, you get nervous. So, whatever. And I have anxiety. We are trying to figure out. We're like, okay, we're the domestic passports. Um, The line is massive for domestic, obviously. But that's what it is. So, Sarah's like, do you have mobile passport? It's like the app or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I do. She goes, great. And so, the customs woman was like, if you have a mobile passport, you can go on the global entry line. Ah, with the elite? Sign me up. Yes. So, like, Sarah and I are like, do-do-do, like, mobile passport, global entry. Hello. Um, the line is probably, like, 10 people long. It's great. Like, so short. Now, when I tell you it's the mobile entry line, no line. Like, it's, like, cut off so that they have, like, they know where everything is. Then domestics cut off. Then foreign. All of a sudden, we're sitting there, and we hear this girl behind us go, oh, my God, she's back. Now, I know they are talking about my girl, Alana. And I go, it's got to be her. It's got to be her. Alana is getting off of her customs line 
I think she was in the domestic line or the I don't even know where she was. And she is crawling underneath those like barriers, the ones that kind of like drag across. And then like when you go under it if and like her backpack that she wouldn't fucking put up in the bin got caught. So now she's like half caught with like this barrier behind her head and her backpack. And like she's like caught in it or whatever. And she's like trying to crawl underneath to cut these lines. And this customs woman is like, ma'am, 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 please, please stop. Please, please stop. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is customs. You're going to go to jail. And she's like, she goes, ma'am, please, please stop. Like, where are you going? She goes, oh, that that woman over there told me to come over here. She goes, ma'am, this isn't even a line. This is th this is no line. She goes, no, she didn't tell you that. She goes, she told you to go into this line, which is the domestics. And she goes, oh, and she goes, yeah, ma'am, you're going to have to get to the back of the line. She goes, well, she goes, I can't walk. My feet are tired. My, my feet are tired. Man, you can't cut everybody, like 100 people, more than 100 people online. And there she was. She was like, well, I don't want to wait on this line. So whoop, here I go. I'm just going to crawl underneath all of these barriers and get caught. And like, I'll never forget, like the look of just her like caught with it's like the belt thing. And it's like stuck between like the back of her neck and her backpack. And she's like, and she's like breaking it. And I am dying inside. And all of us are looking around each other like, oh my God, what the, how, how? So then we start talking online because then she has to go back to the back of the line like a normal person. And this girl looks at me who's on our flight too. And she goes, I could not believe the entitlement. And I'm like, girl, me either. Here's the other thing too. It was almost like she was trying to like mask her stupidity or like her ignorance of not knowing the rules or whatever it was but like no your entire your your entitlement is showing what is wrong with people and literally at that point I was like where where's the camera crew where is Ash Kutcher we are on we are on we are being pranked we are this can't be real people don't act this way and it was just one thing after another and me and Sarah were I was I was like crying at the end laughing because I just couldn't believe it. And I'm like, you broke every airplane etiquette rule from like refusing to put your bag up, being annoying, holding up the plane, taking snacks, chips off of this this crew member's cart. You're pushing people to get off the plane first, not waiting your turn. You're trying you're, – you're, that poor person, that poor disabled person who needed that wheelchair <laughs> – that you were putting your stuff on like and then you try to cut customs and I'm like how do you tie your shoes in the morning Alana so I literally and as it's happening I'm like oh my god I have to I have to talk about this on the pod because this is literally everything that we talked about in the airport etiquette episode and I just couldn't believe it I would love to know if any of you guys listening have any heinous airport stories I would love to know airplane stories, airport stories, just ridiculous behavior on airplanes and at airports. Please let me know because I think that it would be nice for all of us to laugh together. I will never, I'll never forget my girl, Lana. She I, truly just, that trip ended with a bang. And that's it. Quick, fun, too pretty Tuesday today. Quick story time. Um, I am so glad that you all of you stuck with me through that. I think a lot of this is going to make more sense if you heard the airport etiquette episode. So make sure that you go back, see the link in our bio, watch that. Um, 
And also, I would love to know what you guys think of the pod. Would be so appreciative if you could like, comment, subscribe on like YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you're listening to this. And share this pod. If you could share the podcast with friends and family, that would be so great. If you could also follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. I don't want you to miss any updates. I would really appreciate it. And also, get excited uh, because next week we have our Galentine's episode. Um, So for those of you who might not know, Galentine's, it is, I don't know if it's it's probably an unofficial holiday, but um, we celebrate the, it's technically, I think, the day before Valentine's Day where you just get together with your gal pals, all your best friends. So I will have Nina and Jocelyn, two of my best friends, on. And we are going to be talking about the importance of female friendships. So I know that this can be kind of a hot issue for some people. Um, trust me, we get it. It's friendships take work, but it's something that is really important to us and it's a priority. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, how we met, you know, how we stay so close now and, you know, some of the things that we've gone through. It would be really fun if you could watch that one with some of your gal pals and some of your friends. That would be really fun. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you all next week. Stay pretty.